How do you react when your life is turned upside down with some sort of danger or sudden upheaval? That's what I'll talk about today. I'm Brother George. This is Bible Made Easy Podcast. Thanks for joining me. First of all, let me tell you what happened to us recently. The district we live in was hit by major flooding, leading to the evacuation of many thousands of people, flood water blanketing much of the surrounding region, hundreds of roads blocked, food and supply chains disrupted, medical and other essential services interrupted, utilities down, looting, general chaos, and unfortunately, a few lives lost. Our town is now in the middle of a massive cleanup that will take weeks or months for some neighborhoods. Many people lost homes, businesses and possessions that they spent a lifetime working for, which is a devastating loss. It's been a massive hit to the community, especially coming right after life was just returning to normal after two years of dealing with COVID, along with some of the world's most restrictive lockdowns and the economic and psychological fallout. As for my family and I, well, we did have some harrowing moments, that's for sure. But thankfully, we ended up just fine. When we first heard the major flood warnings late on a Friday afternoon, a major concern was being able to access kidney dialysis, which I have to do three times a week to stay alive. We knew that the only two bridges crossing the river leading to the hospital would both be closed off if waters rose high enough. And they did get closed off quickly, so we abandoned the option of evacuating to that side of the river. Thankfully, arrangements were quickly made for me to dialyze at another clinic in a dry town about 30 minutes away. Our town had never before been completely cut off from the rest of the world by floods, but as news of the river rising to record levels came in, we became more and more concerned that we might get locked in and not even able to get to that town, so we prepared to leave. We prayed several times for God's guidance because he knows best and he showed us that he would make his plan known to us through the circumstances around us. Well sure enough, by late Saturday afternoon my wife drove out to the supermarket to get some supplies and she noticed floodwaters entering the town. That was the sign God promised us. So we got into high gear, stuffed our small car with our valuables and necessities and left town. We made it out just hours before our whole town, including our property, was inundated with floodwaters, cutting the town off from the outside world. No public accommodations were available near the accessible dialysis clinic, so we went to an evacuation shelter in a different nearby town. On the way there, we were determined not to let the situation get us down, but instead, to look at it positively and try our best to be upbeat, cheerful and a comforting influence to other evacuees. By the next day, the shelter became overcrowded and chaotic. People were everywhere, even camping in tents in the football field behind us. While I searched the internet for accommodations and kept worried friends and family updated, my wife kept ours and a bunch of other kids occupied playing with toys provided by volunteers. And by the way, 
the emergency services and everyone else involved in the relief efforts were just amazing. They were real heroes. It was very beautiful to see. God bless them. The conditions at the shelter were safe, but it was growing more and more chaotic as people arrived in droves. So we became concerned for how it would impact my health if we had to be there for up to a week or more until floods subsided. And on top of that, rains were forecast for the next week. So the future was really uncertain. Then, because of a last-minute cancellation, we miraculously secured an Airbnb-style house only two minutes' drive from the accessible dialysis clinic. A real answer to prayer. So we moved there and were completely safe, and I had uninterrupted access to my treatment. So, we were safe, but we were really concerned for our neighbours who remained. And we didn't know what would happen to the house. We faced losing all our possessions besides what we could fit into our small car. We were desperately praying for God's protection the whole time. Well, in the end our neighbours were locked in for a few days surviving off supplies, but thankfully floodwaters stayed just low enough not to enter into their or our homes. We were able to return after eight days away to only minor damage and some clean-up to do. But it would not have taken too much more rain and flooding for us to have suffered major damage to the home. So it wasn't so bad for us in the end. But for many people, it was a really traumatic experience that will take a long time to recover from. I was especially thankful that we were prepared in a sense because we had years of faith and trust in God behind us through many other difficult circumstances, including the great Hanshin earthquake in Japan in 1995, when 6,000 people were killed in our area. So when the danger hit this time, and along with it fear and worry, we knew that God was in control of the situation and was going to take care of us and somehow make a way to access dialysis. Upheavals like this, whether it be natural disasters, a health or financial crisis, or anything else, can happen at any time. Of course, there are practical measures you can take, but today, let's focus on our spiritual preparation. And the best thing you can do is have a firm foundation of solid faith in God that no matter what happens, He's got your back. Here are a couple of reassuring scripture passages. Psalm 46, 1-3 God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, Romans 8, 35 and 36 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Think of that. Through faith in God you can not only bear the trouble, you can positively conquer it. For I am sure 
that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And here's one for us, even if we suffer very significant loss. The book of Job tells the story of an extremely wealthy Old Testament landowner who lost his vast fortune, his flocks, his home, his children, and finally his health through a series of shocking natural and personal disasters. In the immediate aftermath of these calamities, this was his reaction. Job chapter 1, 20-22 Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head, and fell on the ground, and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. In Job's day, Tearing your clothes and shaving your head was an expression of extreme emotion such as anger, distress or grief. Job was probably feeling all three of these and much more. And he understandably expressed it openly. But at the same time, he acknowledged that everything he lost belonged to God anyway and that God was in control. While he suffered terrible upheaval and loss, he kept his faith in God And after a season of suffering, life eventually turned back around and God blessed him with twice as much of everything he had lost. Encouraging, isn't it? So if you're experiencing any sort of danger or upheaval in your life, I hope this has been an encouragement for you. God bless and keep you all. See you next time. Bye.